0: Here on the Ignorance Is This podcast, we like to open the show with a weird exchange between Scott and myself doing bad impersonations or even shitty outtakes from the show. But sometimes we forget to record them, and that means it's up to the editor to do something right at the start. That's what you're listening to right now. There are spoilers for Atomic Blonde in this show. Welcome back, everybody, to
1: another episode of Ignorance Is This, a podcast about a different way of experiencing cinema. With little to no knowledge about it beforehand, my name is Scott Martin, and sitting opposite me is the man with grace, space, and pace, Oliver Deere.
0: I sure do. I've got all those things, and real, real quick, I got that pace. You come up with these new intros every week, and I, I just, yeah, I, I, they're true.
1: <laughs> I thought it would be half the fun to not respond and see what you get up to say. <laughs>
0: Hey, Scott Martin, what are we doing this week?
1: Hey, we're going to talk about heaps of things. We're going to talk about Atomic Blonde. Yeah, the we're new gonna...
0: movie with Charlize Theron, is that how you say it? Theron. Theron?
1: Theron. Theron. But how do you pronounce McAvoy? Because I always say it incorrectly. Before I was saying McCavy McKayvie. <laughs> <laughs> um, McAvoy, yeah. We're also going to be talking about A Pet Peeve of Mine. But this time, special edition, it's not about a piece of dialogue with oh, yeah, films. Yeah, yeah. I love
0: special editions of things. Yep. We're thinking of having a special edition episode where it's the quiz episode and I quiz you on your knowledge. Yep. So we, just so we can put your knowledge into perspective. Get hyped for that.
1: I'm not because it'll make me look like an idiot. <laughs> um, Ollie and I were just hanging out together and he asked me a question um, about some director and what were some of the films that he's made. And I only mm. got like one of them. And then the rest I babbled on like an idiot. And I think if that translates to podcasts, then I'm going to look like an idiot for all of you guys to know. Sometimes I don't want that to happen.
0: Sometimes you ask, oh, it was this director who directed that film, wasn't it? And I say, yes, even though sometimes it's not because... So my
1: knowledge is way out the window.
0: (laughs) Because I want to test you on it later.
1: Well, (laughs) well, I'm going to be confident in those things because I trust you. This is
0: before I knew it was going to be a quiz.
1: Oh, so you were just doing it to be an asshole?
0: Yeah. Anyway, I've had a little bit of a thought this week. Yeah. Okay. Now I was gonna, I was gonna uh, give you a, just a statement. I just wanted to see if you agree with it or not. I've stolen the statement from a um, internet thread that was asking a similar question. Sure. I just wanted you to tell me, like, how fi- how true do you find the statement that you haven't really seen a film until you've seen it twice?
1: I don't agree with that. Don't agree? No. Okay. I feel, oh, you, uh, I don't know. It's,
0: it's fine if you don't agree with it.
1: Well, I, well, I kind of do agree because you're going to notice things better on on your second viewing. Yeah. I've got a lot of assignments to do this semester that require me to watch films. In fact, this weekend, I have three different watching film homework tasks. Whoa. Did you know that? No. What are you um, going to watch? I've got to watch, i got to watch Dumbo. Oh, yeah. And we've got to watch that other one that, in the other class that you and I are in together. Remember the teacher was like, "Hey, watch this," and we all were supposed to write it down. Were oh, you listening?
0: Yeah, no, I was listening. You're I a bad student. I don't know what it. <laughs> Just calling me a bad student. Okay, <laughs> <laughs>
1: but but because I because like this is something that I actually have to like study, yeah, and write down and and analyze. Yeah. I have to watch it at least twice, at least twice. Yeah. So I do agree with that.
0: So you already know you're you're bad at your homework because you don't want your films to begin with.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm a bad student, we found. Yeah. <laughs> um. But but at the same time, if something's inherently bad, I don't want to watch it again. Yeah. So, so in that way, then I've seen the movie enough to know that I don't want to watch it again. Right. So I agree and disagree. Well, I sort of... I'm the, in that minorities. The way know? I
0: thought we could put it to the test is I've just... I uh, wrote down what I thought my top 10 movies were and just... Sure. before the the show, and I have a look at them now, and I can see the only one I've seen once, everything else I've definitely seen uh, probably more than three times. So, like, Hot Fuzz, Interstellar, Pulp Fiction, Sin City, Forrest Gump, Scott Pilgrim, Goblet of Fire, Princess Bride, Shawshank Redemption, and the only one that I've only ever seen once is La La Land. Okay. And I'm putting that on the list. Wow. But I'm thinking, like... Should La La Land be there because I've only seen it once. What if I watch it again and don't like it as much?
1: Yeah, true. Once the hype is
0: gone. Yeah, because I guess many,
1: how many times have you seen Hot Fuzz, by the way? Oh, to be honest, what is I, your? I want to say uh, like
0: I want to say like near exactly ten. So like give or take one. Sure. Okay. Yeah.
1: I feel like that's actually less than I was expecting from yeah. you. The, <laughs> the way I'm the... not
0: like a paranoid maniac who <laughs> <laughs> needs to watch it every weekend or something. Yeah. I I suppose. It's more like I'll watch it when it's on. So if it's on, I'll watch it. Okay. You know? Mm -hmm. But yeah, I I was thinking like, I guess your opinion of a movie is, I guess, how you're feeling, maybe, or your context regarding when you first watched something. So like, I don't know. I was in a good mood when I went and saw La La Land. So maybe that's why I liked it so much. Yeah. Or something. Maybe. You know?
1: I should make you sad <laughs> and then we can watch it again yeah
0: and then we'll see if i like it or not yeah you should physically abuse me and then we'll watch the film and then we'll see if that movie brings me traumatic memories or i still have happy memories On
1: to the next subject
0: <laughs> what else have you got for me in the thought section <laughs> let's not talk about that <laughs> um well is there any films where you've um you've maybe only seen once but you would consider it a fate like one of your all-time oh, favorites
1: i don't know mm. what was something that i like Reservoir Dogs very quickly went up to the top of my the list of the uh the new movies that I've seen yeah. since the podcast has started. Yeah. sure. And that wasn't like even with like a shadow of a doubt, that was like straight up yep, definitely number 1 spot. Yeah. Is in my top 10 though. Yeah, probably. I've only seen about 10 movies. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, in your life. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um also the same thing with Baby Driver. Like I I've, I've been like itching to go see that again because mm. I w- I want to experience it again with the music and really focus on it.
0: Mm.
1: Well, so, I yeah, bro- maybe.
0: I wrote here like Nightcrawler, Green Room, and Dunkirk are films I would want to put in my top ten all-time favourites, but I want to see them again before I did so. Dunkirk in your top ten. shut up. What are you doing? (laughs) It was good, man. It was all right. Anyway, I wanted to also, let's flip this sort of discussion on its head a little bit. What are some movies where the first time you've seen it, you liked it or didn't really care much for it, but the next time you saw it, you now really like it on the second viewing. Sure. Y'all seen Man of Steel? Oh, you, you've you liked Man of Steel on the second viewing more?
1: I liked it a little bit more. Okay. Because I, I suppose I just guess I knew what was going on more so okay it was very straightforward i'll admit that and i was just but at the when i first saw it i was thinking like i think in my head i was thinking throughout it like this is boring and dumb mm. so that was that was just like plagued my mind the whole time the right. second time i watched it i was like trying to think i'm gonna try to find some saving graces of this <laughs> film and uh, i found a couple so, so I, I appreciated it more the the second time also my favorite movie of all time
0: psycho alfred hitchcock
1: now why would i not like that on my first viewing
0: because it's in black and white and it's old. It's an old movie. <laughs>
1: and it is a scary spooky horror movie. Yeah, you
0: didn't like it first time, did you? No, I didn't care for it. No. Yeah. I was
1: I was a young boy, I was in year eleven or year ten.
0: And now it's your favourite movie of all time. Yeah, because
1: I'm a smart boy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So that's a good example. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I hated it because it was black and white, it was boring, it was slow, and <laughs> and I was I was also just being told how good it was. Right. Which I've now become that person right. telling people how good it is. Yeah. And because it was also scary, the second time I see it, I'm being pointed out, Hey, this thing symbolizes this thing and bet you didn't see this coming in your first viewing, like I still like appreciated mm. the big twist. But hey, here's when they're kind of like hinting towards that. And my mm. mind was just blown at how like crazy that is, Mm. that that was thought of so well in advance.
0: Yeah, well, that's a good point. And Psycho is the perfect example for you because I was just going to say, the second viewing of a film is you're not watching it trying to guess what's going to happen anymore. You know what's going to happen and you're looking for other, other details of the movie. So you're looking for little intricacies, a little background things.
1: Symbolic symbolism.
0: Symbolism. And uh, Psycho is the perfect example because the reason you had to watch it more than once is because you had to actually analyze it uh, uh, critically and academically. And you had to go in and see all the background detail. And once you found those... Now you really like it.
1: And now I've never academically written about anything else. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Every time we have an assignment yeah. about movies, you're like, can I choose Psycho? I've got to find
1: a way to make it about Psycho is yeah. the thing. So, yeah. like, it could be about, like, auteurs and I'm like, oh, here we go. And I would just focus on the one Alfred Hitchcock movie because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I haven't seen any of his others.
0: Like, um, like, Sin City and Pulp Fiction, me- for me, are yeah. two things I've had to academically study and i both... They're both in my top 10 now. And Pulp Fiction was something on my first viewing. I liked scenes, but I didn't get it as a whole. Sure. But now Ooh. I really love just the whole thing and I get it. Yeah. Um. Still
1: can't at, wait to get around to watching that.
0: Yeah. I guess the opposite of this, of that would be, what are some movies that you maybe liked on the first view, <laughs> Yeah. but on reflection, maybe shouldn't watch? yep. yep
1: don't go back and watch nostalgia movies because yeah. they'll never live up to what you thought. Yeah, Spider-Man 3. <laughs> hey, when I first watched Spider-Man 3, I thought that Venom was the best villain ever. And then I learned why he's not and how, and how much they changed it from the source material <laughs> and how just badly that movie was made. The yeah. director didn't want to make it. It was the studio right. that was like, hey, make Venom. And he's like, no, I want to make this other... I think it was Vulture, actually. No, Vulture was going to be Spider-Man 4. Anyway... Okay. It was like, no, I want to do this other thing. And they're like, nah, man, make Venom. So you yeah. had to make Venom. Wow. Just other things that you should not, like that I would have thought was funny at the time, but now I would just cringe at the idea of even watching. Yeah. Like old comedy movies. Okay, yeah. And by old, I mean like early 2000s old. Like
0: You're talking like Will Ferrell, Owen Wilson sort of things? Yeah. Adam sandler Your
1: start. are Starsky Hutch's. <laughs>
0: yeah, Starsky Hutch.
1: You're, um, you're Adam Sandler's Happy Gilmore and right. stuff. Right. Your white chicks. Can you imagine watching white chicks in 2017? I think
0: watching it might be okay. I think if they remade that ever, it would... Oh, yeah, sure. Do horribly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Here's a question for you. Borat. Yeah. Now, I'm stealing this topic of conversation from another podcast. Okay. But could that be made in 2017? A white man man. putting on a, a suit and a mustache, saying that he's from another country, doing a big, the thickest accent of all time and and pretty much just making fun of a whole group of people.
0: I tell you what, Sasha Sacha Cohen, Baron Cohen... There we go, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ...certainly couldn't, because he's too high status. Maybe if, like, another newer... Do you really think someone not, would do Not it, Borat, exactly. <laughs> There'd have to be some sort of new spin on it, and it'd have to have... I don't know. I,
1: I think that if, in, in 20 years, when someone tries to recreate something like Borat... Myself would hate it and also I would never watch it with my wife. <laughs> she oh, would God. hate it also. Um, um,
0: other things that don't hold up. Yeah. You were saying before Spider Man, yeah. I would say spy kids. Get rid of oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The only good thing that came out of Spy Kids was the um the topic of conversation about how the guy from Machete is oh, playing
0: yeah. Machete. Well I think Spy Kids like <laughs> probably still like fun for kids maybe yeah but like the cgi in them is not good anything that was made for kids in the
1: 90s i think should never be rewatched again (laughs) anything with macaulay colkin shouldn't be watched again
0: Mm. um
1: get rid of him um the flintstone live action movie (laughs) featuring (laughs) our very own john goodman oh really (laughs) get rid of it (laughs) apparently it's one of the worst movies ever made (laughs) the mask jim carrey yeah that doesn't do, hold do up. Do you know what I... The Scary Movie franchise. It's not for kids, but...
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Scary yeah. Kids... Uh, sc- sorry, Scary Kids. The scary Kids. Scary Movie <laughs> I hated upon... It was The first time I ever watched it was yeah. number two. Anything with, And anything I thought it was horrible.
1: Anything that's like Scary Movie, um, Superhero Movie... Mm. What were the other ones?
0: Disaster Movie. Yes. Epic Movie.
1: Get rid of all of them. Yeah. but like <laughs> They can't, be, they can't I think, be watched I think the today. first
0: Scary Movie was supposed to be the best because it was like the first that kicked yeah, all that all so. that shit off. Do you know what I think sometimes doesn't hold up? What's that? Marvel movies.
1: Oh, oh,
0: kicking the hornet's nest. Here I am. <laughs> um, I think Marvel uh, movies work. Sorry. I think they work best in the context of when they come out. I don't know why. Like, like. Because every time they come out, it's always this hype behind them. And there's always these current jokes about the actors or current joke about the current superheroes. Yeah. And they sort of work those sort of maybe references into the script sometimes. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel that like they're very, very current every time there's a release. And some of the jokes don't hold up when you just watch it by yourself. Um, yeah. Do you know what? I watched Civil War recently.
1: Oh, no. Don't, don't talk...
0: Trash I'm not going to talk trash. About. It was it was good. It was fine. <laughs> but like uh, you know that joke where Bucky and Bucky and Falcon, I think, are in the car and Captain America's talking oh, to some yeah. lady and they're like in the car like giddy that Captain America's hitting it off with this getting some sugar. Yeah. yeah he
1: gets some sugar real good at the end but of that like, scene. But
0: like in the when we saw that in the cinema, that got the biggest laugh. Yeah, that was
1: funny. See, I've only ever seen it in the cinema, so I think and that's still very funny. It just,
0: when I watched it at home, it was like I don't, it didn't even come off as trying to be funny. Oh, okay. It just seemed like it was only funny because of the c- cinema live uh, laugh track sure. that was happening. The behind live us. laugh track. The that's live a great, laugh track. Yeah, that's a great I way don't think it. it just it wasn't. It didn't seem like it was meant to be funny. It was just like their reaction. Just Do think, I don't know.
1: Have you seen um, Doctor Strange since you and I watched it together? No.
0: Nah. Okay. Uh, and and that was like one of the Marvel movies I didn't see in the cinema and mm-hmm. I've seen pretty much every other one in the cinema and that was the one of the ones I liked the least sure. cuz I didn't think I don't know you got to see it with an audience otherwise it's not Yeah and
1: I did see I huge. saw it with a very giddy audience cuz I saw yeah. a pre-screening of it. Oh wow, okay. So um the joke with uh the one of the characters names is I think it's just Wong or something so yeah. it's it's just one name and yeah. then Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange just says like What are you, Beyonce? Which also is a joke stolen from um, Superbad. Uh, (laughs) Really? Yeah, when McLovin (laughs) holds up his card, he's like, I am McLovin. And he's like, What are you, Shaft? Or like just says like a a couple of like one name characters. They like list off like three of them. Yeah. Literally that just, that same joke just put into a A Marvel movie. And that
0: joke was huge in the cinema. Oh, it
1: was massive because he says, What are you, Beyonce? And then later on he goes, No. Like he doesn't know who Beyonce is. Yeah. And then. Uh, and Doctor Strange portals into a room with Wong in it. He thinks he's alone, and he's listening to Beyonce, like studying up on her. Oh right, because he's the old knowing everything. Yeah, right? that got the biggest laugh, and I was expecting to feel that same passion of like, yeah. oh man, I love Beyonce. Yeah, and I love Doctor Strange, so this is going to be great. When I was watching it with you in our room, and just went, oh, that was actually really flat. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I- I'm. I'm with I don't you. And know, I just
0: like current pop pop trends hold up in the cinema but when you just watch them by yourself you're just like cool.
1: <laughs> I just realised I also said our room. Ollie and I don't stay in the same room. We live in the same house is what I meant.
0: <laughs> but we do often visit your room to watch movies together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's my little thing. So Ooh, w- what do you think about what do you think? It's better to watch it more than once if you're gonna have a favourite movie. If you're gonna have favourite movies, you gotta watch uh, it you gotta watch it a couple times. Yeah. To fully yeah. understand I
1: don't, I, yeah, mm. mate, if, you've, if you if you've got to a top five, I don't think you're justified in saying this is one of my mm. top five favorite movies if you haven't seen it. Basically,
0: yeah. If it's an intricate film with like you know leveled plots and stuff, watch it a couple times so you get everything. If yeah. it's a surface level action movie, maybe like a Marvel movie, just watch it at the cinema and then never again. Yeah, <laughs> unless you I don't know unless you really like it, it's fine. Cool.
1: good piece of advice. I'll yeah, like good coming up with your own term for live yeah laugh the live track. laughter track it's very good yeah 9 slash mr lonely there by tyler the creator from his newest album flower boy featuring steve lacy and our very own boy frank ocean we love him here at ignorance is this don't we ollie
0: yeah we talk about him all the time frank ocean
1: we've had him on the show in terms y- of songs yeah. at least
0: twice <laughs> pretty big stuff here anyway we're talking about atomic blonde today with charlie's theron
1: Yep, you got it right. And that time.
0: James McAvoy.
1: James who? McAvey. McAvoy. Theorin.
0: <laughs> it's got John Goodman in it, too.
1: Yeah, we all know how to pronounce his name because he is a notoriously good boy.
0: Yes. Um, anyway, we went and saw this. T- <laughs> Atomic Blonde. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Atomic Blonde. Um, what'd, you, what'd you think, Cole? Yeah, do you know what? I didn't have a bad time. It was good. I did have a bad yeah, time yeah
1: <laughs> no i just don't think i liked it as much as you
0: okay and i can understand because we just watched the trailers mm. and straight off the bat they were oh. spoiler inducing i'm pissed heavy. honestly quite heavy It it's... had a lot of ending scenes in the trailers oh, like yeah. featured prominently the
1: yeah like the first like 30 40 30, 30 35 seconds of one of the uh, trailers was 35 seconds yeah. taken straight from the second last Did scene. Did you
0: remember that scene and yeah. were waiting for it to happen?
1: Yes, because he had different hair. Yeah. There was um, I was waiting for the cool hand in the ice bucket challenge yep. ALS yep. shot. <laughs> um, please donate, everyone. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was waiting for that. And, and the closer it got to the end of it, because that was the one scene that I really, like, really stuck out for me, because I remember seeing that in the, in the movies when we were watching something else. Yeah, it, it was very spoiler heavy, wasn't it?
0: Yes, it was. However, can I say, th- out of all the movies we've went to see at the cinema, this I knew the least about in terms of just everything. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I'm not watching the trailer for anything, but other things can get like I can find out about. I can find out about. Like, I knew all the actors for most of the other films we've seen. I knew I've seen posters for them. Uh there's usually there's usually going to be like uh, a clip on Facebook, and uh, when I'm scrolling past, like. It will three seconds, or it will come up, and I'll see like this brief scene from it, or something. It won't tell me anything, but I'm still seeing trailers from these other films.
1: And we've never watched a movie in which that has happened to Ollie because y- we're very, uh, we're very good here. Yeah,
0: yeah, we we avoid at all costs. But yeah, sometimes things slip through the cracks, shall yeah, we say? Sure. Yeah. Um, but like you know, if it's a Marvel movie, I'm going to obviously know who's in it, what some of the context around it is.
1: If you want to know who's in Infinity War. Just think
0: of every character
1: you know, <laughs> and they'll be in there. Yeah.
0: But for this, like Atomic Blonde, it's a new IP uh, as far as, well, sorry, it's based off a comic book, but in terms of a cinematic movie, it's a new IP. Mm-hmm. Knew nothing about it. Is that, J- what,
1: is that what it's called? like Saying a new IP. I know that's a video game thing. Does that apply oh, to Oh, okay. Flim?
0: Maybe that's just a video game thing. I don't know. But a new, yeah, it's a new... Um, franchise. Franchise, yeah. There it is. So, yeah. I don't know if there'll be sequels. Maybe it's just a one-off, but... No. Yeah, do
1: you think it's open for a sequel? Remember, yeah, this is I guess a spoiler so. discussion of Atomic Blonde. If you're listening to this and you want to go see it, uh, switch over to some Frank Ocean. His new album's very good.
0: <laughs> yeah, so do don't, you think- don't know where to switch over to, but just keep switching. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I really didn't know anything about this. I knew Charlie's Theron was in it. I didn't know James McAvoy was in it. Mm-hmm. I only knew John Goodman was in it maybe two days ago, and I forgot and then was reminded when we saw it today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: so you still had that moment of oh
0: yeah oh yeah that's right yeah um I didn't even know it was MA. I thought oh, it was real
1: just... it was real bad wasn't it it was really uh, oh yeah I've got violent got violent yeah got some nudity S-
0: swearing yep oh, all of that
1: dude the swearing
0: yeah uh, was there swearing yeah I don't remember it that much are you heavily. kidding the
1: first like the first half an hour was just like really bashing it across right. the audience's head it's trying like... to
0: establish that this is a F word movie yeah
1: <laughs> um. Jali's Theoron is a badass. Whack us across the head with an F word look, she's smoking and saying the F word, whacking us again with it. It just got, like, I honestly, I felt, like, quite okay. injured after the movie. Yeah. Just being beat across the head with yeah. this fact of, like, look, she's smoking. Uh, oh, look, she's, like, she's okay with, like, with, like, a bit of nudity. That Look, she's such a badass. Yeah.
0: That was annoying. Sticks and stones will break your bones, but consistent F word usage will, <laughs> will take you out of the cinematic experience. And, and
1: it wasn't just Charlie's. It was the same thing happening to um, James McAvoy's. His character was the exact same thing. It was like we get it. They're both like right. they're both spies. They both know how to use guns. They're like you know <laughs> we we know that they're gonna yeah. be badasses. Stop smoking in every single scene.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm I Ugh. am glad though. Um, it was MA. I A. I don't think I would have liked it nearly as much because the violence, yeah, the violence in it, um, or the fight scenes were what really sold me. Because for the first, the first half of the movie, I would say was pretty lackluster like i would, it was a, becoming a bit of a chore like some of the scenes i was really liked but then back to more plot development and talking and i'm i'm not saying like talking is bad i'm not saying scenes without flashy guns and fist fights aren't <laughs> uh, are the other thing but the dialogue scenes weren't too uh gripping and but the at the action I've got to say, it was, a ma- it was pretty well choreographed. Yeah, of course. Unlike a Marvel movie, it didn't cut every two seconds. It wasn't a shaky cam. And let's talk about the scene where it's like a 10-minute, what's made to look like an uncut shot Yeah. fighting down the st- stairway. Really good cho- choreography yeah. fighting. It felt like all the, the fist punches were really connecting and really hurting both Charlie's character and all, all, the, all the henchmen. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so there there was a bit of that and like you said it was quite long and we got to the point where it was like, wow, this is like Yeah. this is really exhausting to yeah. watch, like in a good way.
0: It was good. Yeah, I love that.
1: Do you just quickly want to summarize what the plot of this is? <laughs> I would because so far we're just saying hey, action's good, this yeah, is good, yeah, yeah. this is bad, but what what is this movie about? Okay. Because I'll tell you what, I couldn't do this
0: bit. <laughs> it's up to you. Okay. Here's as best as I can summarize. A, a British spy is killed. Charlie's Theron has some sort of connection to him. He was, apparently he had some sort of list plans. Don't know what the, was on the list. The list is sort of the MacGuffin, the item driving the characters they're all chasing after. it. Is that what a MacGuffin is? Yes. Yeah, okay. okay. It's like, it's an object uh, that all the characters are after. They're all after this list. And supposedly this character has memorized all the names on the list. Mm-hmm. So he's really important and they've got to get, find him. And I don't know, it was, it's one of those movies where it's, there's so much going on. You're just like, okay, I know the list is important. Let's just see how it goes from there. Yeah. So, Charlie's Theron is a spy. James McAvoy is a guy... Okay, so, <laughs> It's set in East Berlin. <laughs> I, bring, yeah, it bring it you're back. You're right here, is it? It, it is hard to to summarize. It is. I can tell you the location. It's East Berlin Uh, 89. several days before the, the fall of the Berlin Wall. Yep. She's a spy. She's sent there. KGB agents are after her. Um, And she's got to meet with um, James McAvoy, who's this British spy already there and operating. And yeah. Exactly. James McAvoy, he's like, he's... There's a conspiracy where she thinks he's up to no good. There's a French spy too, who she works with sort of... Mm. I really wasn't sure... like who was who was bad and who was good half yeah. the time.
1: I'm sorry for really throwing you under the bus. It's okay. There, it's okay. It's,
0: it's not an easy. It wasn't an easy movie. To follow plot wise. Yeah,
1: it was just a lot of twists and turns. Yeah. A lot of names. A lot of location changes. A lot of why is she doing this yeah. now and how did she know to go to this place? Mm. I don't know. Just it, yeah, it was a little bit all over the place. I in that think. Aspect.
0: I think a lot of it might have come down to editing. Like it, it was fine editing. Like within the scenes, the pretty cool editing, like transitions and stuff. Yep. But in terms of like the pacing, it did get a bit confusing at times, where we were and what yeah what was happening. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I guess the easiest, the only way I, I could really follow it was knowing that they were after a list. This one character called Spyglass had it memorized, and they needed to save him. What's they the needed end? to get the information to MI6. I we never knew what was on the list. I still don't think we do. Just a bunch of names. Yep, I think was it maybe it was like KGB spies or something. I don't know, dude. Who knows? But yeah, they needed that list. They needed it real bad. (laughs) And James McAvoy had his own plans or something. I don't know.
1: But then it turned out that the the was actually the character that she was implying that James was. That's right. So there's also that also turned out to be bullshit.
0: There's also um.
1: There were three endings. Yeah, there were three endings.
0: It, our, like the movie our discussion of this is pretty <laughs> is pretty broken because we we keep losing focus because we can't we can't really see what everything what connected everything. Exactly. Sometimes. Yep. I'm sure if you followed really hard or you watched this movie a couple of times, Ooh. maybe Ooh. you've really seen it. A little bit of a callback there, yeah, I think. You I gotta would've... watch it a couple of times, oh yeah, I haven't seen the movie. Um, hey guys, if you want to listen to this podcast a couple of times over. <laughs> maybe then you really understand what our discussion is about. Rate right, us five
1: stars, make another account. Rate right, us five stars <laughs> again. <laughs>
0: but yeah, there were so many endings, three of them, and halfway through the film you realize they're also looking or trying to discover the identity of someone who I can't remember the name of. Yeah. Let's call them sauerkraut. I don't know um, who is the identity of sauerkraut. Sabushka.
1: Um, it, no, it had it was two syllables. I okay. swear it was like sandal or something. Satchen. <laughs> it was satchel. Satchel. Yeah, it was satchel. Yeah, it was satchel. satchel. There we go. Okay. I didn't even. So have to they're look trying up.
0: to identify satchel. Who is satchel? Who is who is the, him? Then so the the first ending is that James McAvoy turns out to be Satchel. Yep, she's like you're a Satchel, and then she kills him. Mm-hmm. And then uh oh, she goes back to MI6, and then you think that's where the movie's gonna end with her being like, yeah, he was Satchel, and you guys are all idiots because you put me through this dumb shit. And then they're like, cool, end film, you did your work, the case is done. Yep. Three days later, another ending because another ending another another ending. wig and yeah another wig another <laughs> fight scene another full scene mm-hmm. and apparently now she's sauerkraut <laughs> <laughs> now she's sauerkraut and she's working with the kgb who've been chasing her and she's like here's the list i've had it the whole time it was in this watch thing and you're like oh that's what the watch did because yeah. that was also something i didn't understand when they were doing that um, yeah, there was, like, a really, like, intense couple of shots of them, like, yeah. taking apart the watch, looking at it really crazy
1: deep. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that shot was used yeah. for because it turned out it was, like,
0: a, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> this movie is all over the place. Yeah. Um, I really
1: don't think I enjoyed it. <laughs> you didn't enjoy it? No, I wrote a, I wrote a point in which I started to enjoy it. We'll get to that.
0: Okay. Um, And then, uh-oh, they, the, now the KGB, whoever these guys are. Say, "Uh uh-oh, we're going to kill you now, Charlie's Theron. And she's like, oh, shit, don't worry. I had it prepared. I have my gun in the ice bucket challenge. And I'm going to take it out and shoot everyone. And now I win for real. And guess what? She's actually an American working with John Goodman.
1: She was working with John Goodman the whole time. So
0: she was a UK spy. Then she was a Russian agent. And then at the end, she was an American the whole time. It's
1: basically Black Widow right? yeah, There's just a lot of black widowing about.
0: I mean, I thought, I thought early on there was going to be a twist where she was a KGB agent, like a sleeper agent. Sure. I thought that's what it was. So when it revealed it blatantly at the end, I was like, oh, okay, it did happen. But then she wasn't and she was an American. So I think with the regards to the endings, they needed to space them out or even maybe show that very ending fight scene like early on and then cut to 10 days later 10 days before or whatever i don't know they needed to do something there okay okay. go on so what didn't you oh um when did you start liking the film or
1: so i i was i started off with regular old hopes for it Mm -hmm. um the trailers did look really cool we'll get back to that soon um that restricted trailer i think was very great yeah at, uh, before I'd seen the movie, now on reflection, it's no good at all. Right. Um. But get to that in a second. The I was way off it, the movie, yeah, at yeah. one point. Yeah. Like, I was just... During first half? Oh, yeah, I was yeah. off board. Just, yeah. I was like, this is boring. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of, like, shooty action, but that is not giving it to me. Like, yeah. I, I don't care. Yeah. I'm confused by all these names and all these people. All these people are different nationalities. I don't know what's going on, who's with who. mm mm-hmm. James McAvoy is a bad wait he's a I thought he was a bad guy. Oh no, now he's hanging out with her. She's he's a good guy. Yeah. uh was completely off it and then Percival got the list. Yeah. From then on I really enjoyed the rest of it. Okay. That had all the best stuff in it. That yeah. had the stairway fight that went for so long there was the starting to actually like reveal things. The,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Once things once you the conspiracy started to come together you're like oh, okay i see what's happening I'm, i can roll this another scene that maybe because i think this is probably where we both started to like it was when the cops raided uh the house she was at and she used like a, a rope to take everyone down yeah that was a cool fight scene
1: that was a very cool fight scene yeah very well choreographed yeah um and you were saying in the car on the way back the audio and sound editing of this was sick yep Lots of great soundtrack. Yeah. The just very satisfying um, thwangs of bullets going through things. Yeah,
0: like they went through the door and it was just really satisfying crunch and bullet whiz. It was good. It was
1: even the shot. like It was right at the very end. It was the the last fight scene that we were talking about. Was like, do we really need that last one with the yeah. ice bucket challenge? Yeah. Theron would hide. She was hiding behind a couch and it starts going slow motion. She shoots some guy mm-hmm. and he kind of like, It's like a belly shot, right? And then Mm -hmm. he would, like, lean down because he just got shot. And then she would point the gun up and shoot him in the head. Yeah. And now that, in real time, would take, like, a second and a half or whatever. Yeah, yeah. By that stage, the person that's behind (laughs) should have been able to quickly grab his gun and, like, shoot. Like, well, he already would have had the gun in his hand because he was expecting this fight. I was watching that thinking, well, how are they going to do this without him looking like a bumbling idiot? Like bumbling over his gun Mm -hmm. but they just showed showed him shooting and this is like a just a small detail that you're supposed to be looking at the lead Mm -hmm. but i was looking at this guy and you see him shoot but then like quite off screen like far from the center you see a bullet hole go through the couch and i'm like oh he just like he just missed her like he was shooting okay like he did have time i I remember that actually Yeah. yeah he did have time to shoot the gun yeah and he did but he just missed and they added in the detail of it going through the couch Mm. and then there was also that really satisfying like sound of that happening as well Mm. even though you're supposed to be focusing on the the main channel sound yeah
0: give everything a sound effect and it really comes together doesn't it now
1: (laughs) as a sound student yes it does yeah
0: i was thinking that was i thought i noticed that actually and i thought oh yeah that is good it's like she's not she didn't live through that because she was super skilled because that guy it was just so (laughs) it was just lucky enough that that guy missed
1: yeah, so in this restricted trailer, the one that we watched just now yeah. together, um, we watched a couple other ones as well, but this was the the coolest one, mm-hmm. I would say. Okay. Um, actually, probably not the coolest. The coolest one was... Official trailer number two, which had a certain soundtrack in it, yeah. isn't that
0: right? Oh, Black Skinhead by Kanye. It's used in literally every yeah. trailer ever, also
1: known as the trailer song now, <laughs> which is which is sad for me. But it's anyway. hard
0: not to get hyped when you are listening to that song. It's
1: true, and it's showing up like in film as well. Yeah. a lot. Like the it was in
0: Suicide Squad.
1: It was. It was in Suicide Squad. Uh, I was gonna say it's in the Power Rangers movie, but that's power.
0: Isn't oh, yeah, it? yeah, yeah.
1: Anyway, so I wrote a list of all the things that I thought in the movie were really cool shots. And then on reflection, because it's a bit... Look, I don't watch the trailer as I'm going to the place. Yeah. So I saw this trailer like a week ago at least. Yeah. So I watched the movie and I'm not super enjoying it, but I'm thinking, okay, this shot was really cool. And then watching this restricted trailer, it was like they just grabbed all of my favourite shots and just put them... (laughs) <laughs> or for me to watch again later which is a bad thing cuz this is like the best bits. Yeah. All just in literally in the last 30 seconds of the trailer cuz it was just like a montage. Yeah. But it's a montage of all the best shots. Yeah, right. So you've got the funny the funny bit from Percival saying, "Oh, I'll get your bags. The car's upside down. He presses the button on the boot yeah. or the trunk of the car if you're an American listener, and the and the suitcases like fall down and then she goes, "Ah, oh, for shit's sake," or something like that, yeah. right? Funny. Yep. One of the funniest moments in the movie because there's only, like, one or two funny bits from the from the movie. Yeah, okay. The other one was, hey, don't shoot, I've got your shoe. That was also in the trailers. Yeah. Which I also thought was not funny. <laughs> um, I remember seeing that in the movies and thinking, oh, that wasn't a funny bit. Yeah. I hope this isn't a comedy. This is
0: clearly supposed to be a comedic moment. But, like, it, yeah, it wasn't a comedy, so it doesn't matter too much.
1: There was this great bit where um, where the lead is battling off some henchmen and she's standing next to a fridge and freezer. Mm-hmm. And the freezer oh, yeah. is head height. And she grabs the freezer door and smacks him with it. And for the split second, you can see that there are things in the freezer. Yeah. Like there were like peas and shit in there. There was a cool shot of the baddie who's interrogating some kids that were having a party at the time. They were listening to 99 Red Balloons. Did you notice oh, that? Yeah. That was a cool thing. They played the um, the German version of 99 Red Balloons. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, He's like, he sees the skateboard on the ground and he like, picks it up by like putting his foot underneath the deck and lifting it up, like kicking it up to him. Oh yeah. Great shot. One of the most memorable shots. So I was thinking, oh, it's like an old guy doing something cool. Remember that in yeah. the trailer. <laughs> um and she just as she lands in Berlin, she's driving there's a car that's behind her and she's pew 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 shooting at it. No, she's actually no, she's in this car. Yeah. And then she grabs the um the wheel because she realizes that she's being carried away by the wrong people. Yeah. And she pulls off into like this ramp and the car flips that was in the trailer that's one of the best shots because i was like whoa that's actually really cool probably the best shot or not the best shot but like coolest action there was a bit where she's got this rope that we were talking about before Mm -hmm. she throws it over one of the character's head so it's on the neck and she pulls down really hard so that his legs go flying up from underneath him oh yeah and then that connects to the chin of another henchman. (laughs) So literally all she does is just throw this rope around one person, pulls down, and then she gets two people, like, a domino effect. Yeah. That was in both of the trailers that we watched today. So that seems like it's going to be one of those recurring shots throughout. So even though that's one of the best bits, like, one of, like, the coolest, like, ha, 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 that was, like, a really funny, like, weird bit in the movie that was revealed in every single trailer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then finally there's the neck-breaking Rope swing. Oh yeah, when she's swinging like Spider Man from the top of the building to the bottom of it, and she literally like necks some guy. Yeah, because the <laughs> the is rope a, is attached to a man's neck, which is a bit <laughs> brutal.
0: And he was a policeman, so like, was he really a bad character?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, that's just that's just trailer things. Yeah, yeah. So that's annoying. Bad um, bad trailers. Another but...
0: another thing in the trailer and something that was totally spoiled. You know the 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 the, the French agent. Yeah, she was a. When you first see her in the in the film, she's like this photographer, and he's taking pictures of Charlie's and taking pictures of James McAvoy. And you're yeah. like, "Ooh, this is a shady character. Is she like a KGB spy? Is she getting intel on all these guys." And then later at the bar, you realize she's is very forward with Charlie's oh, okay. Theron and see, kisses yeah, her. Yeah. And then they go into like a back room and make out and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she. But she turns out to actually be um a a spy from the France. And she's a part of their organisation. And so they're, she's sort of a good guy. And that is totally revealed in the trailer because, yeah. because there's no better way to get people to watch your movie than show <laughs> the lesbian sex scene in the trailer, yeah. which, yeah, that was in the trailer and that was, you know, that's something in the movie, but it doesn't happen till halfway through and because you don't even know who this other woman is. Yeah, the first
1: time you see her to the second time you see her, there is, like, a 15-minute, 20-minute gap.
0: Yeah, you just think that she's this shady character, but, I mean, if you watch the trailers, you'll know.
1: (laughs) They're going to get together, right?
0: Yep. Um, And also with her character, there's a voiceover of James McAvoy. Now, these are unrelated scenes in the movie, sort of. He says he gives a little monologue towards the end, but in the trailer, he gives this monologue as a voiceover, and he's saying, like, you let all all the people that are close to you die and in the trailer they just show that french character being strangled yeah just, yeah <laughs> yeah so stupid it's just a,
1: such a like why why are trailer companies doing this
0: yeah like if you really this like I a movie that you didn't care about and you're annoyed at this i know i know like i actually i full disclosure i actually liked the movie i definitely didn't like the start of it yeah. and i think I would definitely appreciate if I understood what was going on more. That's that's their that's the editor's bad or that's the scriptwriter's bad. They didn't present it completely well. Yeah. And second viewings would really help. Um but yeah, I really liked the action. I really liked the the ending half.
1: What what what, what do you think of the aesthetic? i liked it it was the whole like the neon everything yeah yeah i like the spray it. spray painting like mm. what was happening on the wall like it's
0: just good to see them do it, like them giving it aesthetic. yes you know
1: absolutely. it's it felt very like similar to the ghost in the shell movie yeah. where they, they put a real emphasis on how much this world is supposed yeah. to look so it looks nice it's everything a nice world looks grungy but then in between scenes will be like a spray paint of Back to the Back to the East was yeah. one of the titles. Yeah. And it yeah. was spray
0: painted onto the screen. Yeah. And it's it's cool to see a film set in a country other than or well, I mean in cities other than New York, London and LA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So well let's do our ratings of it. What do you think? I'm going to say the movie is maybe a credit. Yep. I would definitely like it. Maybe if I watched it again and read up on the plot. Yep. Trailers, hmm. I fail, I think. I <laughs> <laughs> fail, me thinks. Really, do you- I guess like like we've we- only
1: given a fail once, and that was to homecoming. <laughs> and that, that was the level of how
0: bad that was. I know, but you could say that homecoming is failing at a rate of like five. Like, a score of five, and this is failing with a score of 45. Yeah, sure. Do you know okay. what I mean? Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because the trailers were, I guess, they were entertaining. Like, they showed some of that hallway fire, and it got you sort of hyped. Yeah, yeah. Cool, and cool music as that, well.
1: That was still, like, 40 seconds uncut from the film. Yeah, though.
0: yeah. Um. So, yeah, I got to give props to, I guess, the trailers were entertaining. They they sold they sold the film. If i had watched them before, I would have been sold on it, I guess. Because yep. I wasn't really hyped... Going in to see it, I didn't th- really care much for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was surprised that it was what it was. I was surprised it had an aesthetic, and it had cool stuff. So fail for the trailer, credit for the movie. And I'm but gonna it's, give it, it's a good credit.
1: I'm gonna give it a credit for the movie, a low credit, mm-hmm. and pass the trailer because it did make me get hype. Okay, But fair it's enough. just disappointing to know later on that this was spoiling right. things. So boring.
0: the trailer is more bad in hindsight when you realize everything was spoiled. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but it's a
1: good. It's not like batman and superman or spider-man yeah. homecoming where you know at the time oh that's going to be towards the end of the film like yep. i got none of that i just saw that these cool shots got me hyped but then seeing the movies made me realize oh that was a p- movie uh, sorry that was a shot picked for the trailer because it's one of the only like really like
0: interesting shots used mm-hmm. anyway i would i would definitely say to listeners go see it if you haven't already it's it is a good film you can wait till the dvd release you don't have to see it on the big screen it's not you know it's not huge just pay. Make sure you're paying attention. <laughs> yeah. See if you can get uh, better details of the plot than we did.
1: And if you don't, if you're going to be watching it on your laptop, don't watch it with something with a, like a good sound system because yeah. that's one of the really, really strong aspects of the yeah. film.
0: All right, let's move on. Okay. I've
1: got a pet peeve for this week.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Time to whinge.
1: Look, it's a very, very quick one, and has nothing to do with anything that has ever been said or acted upon in screen. Okay,
0: you're usually dialogue heavy with your pet peeves. It's, what not, you it's not
1: even like a, it's not even like an action, like a anything. Okay. I wrote this down the other day because I heard it being spoken aloud, and I realized that I hear this being spoken aloud <laughs> a lot. Okay. I hate it when people are insistent on Die Hard being a Christmas movie. <laughs> Whenever someone says, What's your favorite Christmas movie? And people are saying, oh, I love The Grinch. Oh, I love The Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> and then you've got that one roided up baldy who's saying, Did you know that Die Hard's a Christmas movie? <laughs> Everyone knows that Die Hard is a Christmas movie because people like you keep on telling us that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. <laughs> and if and no, it doesn't count. And you know that it doesn't count. Stop trying to get out. Have of you your... seen Die Hard? No. <laughs> I just like it's. It's just a way for people to like. It's a way for people that are, like, real, like, big and tough, strong people that don't want other people to know that they know about Christmas movies. So, it's like, right. oh, here's an opportunity for me to talk about a, quotations, cool movie. Did yeah. you know that I can get out of this conversation by talking about another movie? All right. That's basically what they're trying to say. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up and with your, with your dumbass, bloody, <laughs> I'm too cool for Christmas movies personality. <laughs> Okay, Everyone's seen Nightmare Before Christmas and everyone knows it's the best one. <laughs> Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Die Hard 2 is a Christmas movie. Is it? Because you're not mentioning it if it is. It's only this one. Dickheads.
0: <laughs> okay, I see where you're coming from. <laughs> I'll say this. There are Christmas themes within the movie. I think there are like maybe one, one plot point is driven by the fact it's Christmas. Yeah. Isn't it Christmas dinner because it's know. Christmas Eve? Yeah, yeah, it's a Christmas Eve party. Yeah. Um. Towards the end, I'm sure there's some sort of monologue about how it's so good that it's Christmas time and we can all share in this special celebration. Let it be known that I'm rolling my eyes right now. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't, but, but stop saying it's a Christmas movie. Okay, yeah, you wouldn't... If there was a Christmas movie section at a video store... Yeah. You, wouldn't fi- you shouldn't fight Die Hard. You should fight and die hard in an action film section. Yep. But if it was Christmas and they're showing Christmas movies on TV and someone said, let's get out a Christmas movie, I wouldn't say no to watching Die Hard to get me in the spirit of Christmas. But if you're at a party and someone says, what's your favourite
1: Christmas movie? And someone else says, Die Hard is a yep. Christmas movie. Did you know that? Would you rebut them? Or would you just say, okay, and continue on your conversation?
0: Good rant, mate. Oh, f- <laughs> Stopping <laughs> yeah. myself from doing Let's Let the record show, this is the maddest I've ever seen this man. <laughs> Your skin is your blood is boiling.
1: Oh, I'm I'm red. All my blood is to my face right now. Okay, Let, let's let's get me back in the in the happier mood <laughs> by making you feel like an idiot. So let's talk about fruit. Is a cute
0: fruit is a cute fruit is
1: a cute. Do you look cute? Well, the fruit does. So fruit is a cute is a game that we play in which I give Ollie five. Count them. Five movies. I see And he them. is a big old movie fanboy. He knows yeah. all of the Rotten Tomato scores for every movie ever made. Within 5%? I sure do. If I say this movie is a 50% and he told me that it was 55 or 45, then he's correct. Anything else, he's incorrect. And then we tally up at the end to see whether Ollie is an idiot or not. <laughs> Let's see if you can find the theme for this one. Okay. Y'all seen Hancock?
0: I have seen Hancock. Y'all
1: think it's a good movie?
0: I like some of it.
1: I, hated I didn't like some the of it. whole thing. <laughs> <Did you? laughs> I thought it fell apart so bad at the end that yeah. any enjoyment I got from the jokes at the beginning <laughs> blew out the window. I learned over time that I hated that. Like from the start, I was like, "Oh, it's, it's like it's funny. Like it's superheroes, but he's like a bit of a like he's a bit of like a he's like homeless and he's like a bad family life. This could be interesting." No, turned to shit at the end.
0: What do you think? Do you think that people share my opinion or more your opinion? I think they probably no. I don't. I wouldn't say I liked it.
1: No, I mean like you're in the middle of the road. I think this movie deserves like eleven percent. I haven't
0: seen it since I was uh, very young, and yeah. so I don't know. But I would say it's probably tossing around at thirty-five. Ah, <laughs> um, you were close though, very close. It was okay. forty-one. Oh, wh- okay, you so were better off than
1: by one percent. Okay, hey. Y'all seen Romeo and Juliet? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know damn well I haven't seen Romeo and Juliet. You damn critter! Uh, if
1: you would like me to explain to you a little bit more about Romeo and Juliet, I wrote some notes. If you would, if you would like me to quickly, yeah, okay, reel yeah, them yeah, off. yeah, 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 featuring a cast list including James McAvoy, <laughs> Emily Blunt, Michael Caine, Matt Lucas, Maggie Smith. Jason Statham Ozzy Osbourne Whoa Stephen Merchant Whoa Julie Walters Hulk Hogan Dolly Parton And what? Patrick Stewart That is a stacked
0: cast Yeah For a movie no one probably saw Do you reckon it did well? Romeo and Juliet Definitely something that wouldn't sell me to see it even as a kid Don't care for gnomes Don't care for Romeo and Juliet <laughs> Maybe it's like 22 Damn Okay
1: Way off, you idiot. Oh. It was 55%. Whoa, okay. There is going to be a Gnomeo and Juliet 2 wow. coming out in 2018. It was, su- it was a
0: successful movie.
1: <laughs> Somewhat, but um, it's not going to be called Nomeo and Juliet. It's going to be called Sherlock Gnomes. <laughs> and Nomeo and Juliet, <laughs> the characters by James McCav and Emily Blunt, are going to be returning and... <laughs> Our best friend on the show, yeah. move out the way, Frank Ocean, Johnny Depp is back in your place. <laughs> is going to
0: be playing Sherlock Gnomes. Oh, okay. All right. So they're just going to have puns for every sequel.
1: Yeah, I really hope that they keep. Going. Yeah, that's okay. See how far they can get. <laughs> uh, one of your favorite movies. What do you? What do you think? The, um, v for Vendetta got.
0: Oh, I love V for Vendetta.
1: I reckon you're going to get
0: this spot on because it you should, love this movie so much. It should be in my top ten, actually. I don't know if I will get it, but I think it's out like seventy seven. Yeah, boy. I'm glad I get my movies right. Yeah, you got that one right. What was it? Uh, 74. Okay, cool. What did...
1: Now, this is a movie that's very close to both of our hearts. Okay. What do you think Kong Skull Island received in the Rotten Tomatoes scoring on the Rotten Tomatoes website? I know what
0: it was when it came out. Yeah, well, bloody hell, well,
1: there's been DVD releases. There's been time for more critic release um, of reviews. What mm. do you reckon?
0: I'm just going to say what I... Th- It was around when it came out Like 77 Again Very good Yeah
1: 76 Last one What did Harry Potter And the Chamber of Secrets get? Uh, Let it be put on the record This is one of my favourite movies Of all time Tied for second
0: place 92 92 It's high but uh. Damn
1: Love or Lost Incorrect Oh dear that was 82, still very high, oh, okay. higher than I was expecting for a for a movie that's being carried by children. Yeah, now, pretty good. Do you know the theme <sighs> of this segment?
0: Um, is it an actor tying them together? Somewhat. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know.
1: Okay, so Charlie's Theron was in Hancock. Yeah. James Mc was in No Me, oh, okay. Juliet. John Goodman was Kong. Kong. Um, Eddie Marson, who played Spyglass, is in V for Vendetta. And Toby Jones was in Chamber of Secrets. He voiced Dobby and also every other character in everything
0: else. Which is Toby Jones, Dobby, was he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Me neither until just now.
1: But I do know Toby Jones as the person that's in everything.
0: Yeah. He's in Doctor Who.
1: Sherlock. He's in Sherlock. He's in bloody um, the Captain America movies.
0: Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. Tinker Taylor
1: Soldier Spy. He's bloody in it. You name it. Toby Jones is in it. Yeah. He's got a face that you'll recognise immediately on screen. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that bloody brings us to the end of ignorance is This yeah. for another week. We did it. We did it. We talked I'm- about a movie that we didn't much like. This is the first time <laughs> for you didn't much like- Yeah. Good. Sorry, I'm, it was- I keep on throwing you under the bus. as also not liking it, but it was just me, I think.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, it was a good movie to see that I, like it just had no concept of what it would be. So it was good to see something I just had absolutely no clue. Um, I would like
1: more movies of this genre, maybe set in a different time, in a different era, same with... Badass lead female you, Yeah That would be sick You want this I movie think...
0: with iPads You want a current day Yeah You want people running around With fidget spins
1: I want <laughs> <laughs> I want people doing Keep flips on their Razor
0: scooters Yeah I want people Using DVDs Not Blu-ray yet But DVDs
1: Blu-ray Get rid of them I Guys want that error let's, uh, let's do some plug Yeah On I'm going to do this Staring directly In Oliver's eyes So he knows that I've memorised all this <laughs> You can get in contact with us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash ignorance is this podcast, the whole thing. You can get in contact with us on Twitter at twitter.com slash ignorance is podcast. Know this. Know this. Taken. Ollie. There is no <laughs> no in our Twitter handle. <laughs> and ignorance is this podcast at gmail.com if you would like to get in contact with a little bit more than 140 characters. Ain't that true, Ollie? Yeah. Also, leave us a bloody five-star review in the in the iTunes because that helps us get to higher in the charts. More people can listen. And at the moment, we've got a couple of five-star reviews, but not enough to have an average yet. So if you look for the podcast, it won't show the five stars. Mm. So we just need, like, heaps more. Yeah. And then, bloody,
0: hit us up. If you, you take the time. I mean, how long does it take? The thing I always say is if there's nothing stopping you, why don't you do it? Yeah. That's just life advice. Be nice if to there's us. nothing <laughs> stopping you from winning the super bowl yeah why don't you
1: i know right if
0: there's nothing stopping you from buying um a new wallet <laughs> why don't you what else can you see around this room that
1: you can think <laughs> about for improv
0: if there's nothing stopping you yes from yes um creating a world success podcast okay why don't you yeah we do that we're doing it right we now. do it we're examples of that success right Anyway, we like to end the show, Ignorance Is This, with a little haiku about the movie we've seen this week. I am
1: so excited for this one.
0: I told you. Okay, so let the let the record show this is my worst haiku ever. I I'm disagree. not proud of it. No, I'm no.
1: So, I'm so proud of this one. You
0: don't know what it is yet. And you know what? I'm proud of you all. <laughs> okay, I just want everyone to know this is really bad and it's not funny. Great. It's not funny. I don't want you to laugh. It's not funny. It deserves no laughs.
1: All right, guys. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. If you laugh at <laughs> this, I want at least 5,000 five-star reviews. Okay. If this is not funny, then unsubscribe. Okay. Please. Here it is. You better be funny.
0: <laughs> Atomic Blonde. <laughs> More like yes. Atomic Bond. Yeah charlie's double o theron
1: very good (laughs) very good now i did say that if you found that funny please do all those things and that was hilarious
0: thanks guys